Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and on Twitter at TST underscore underscore radio. Our affiliate sponsors are on the website. I'd appreciate if you go check them out. Pro One Water Filters and Transistor FM, which hosts our archive. And if you'd like to listen to the secret teachings after the show or before the show, if you'd like to catch up on episodes you might have missed, you can listen on the website www.thesecretteachings.info. You can also listen on the many radio and podcast players. But if you listen on those players or on the website for free, there are advertisements that play. I don't pick those ads. So if you'd like to get rid of the ads, you can subscribe to the full archive with our montages and a private RSS feed and more on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. If you support us by subscribing or you support us by buying one of my books. I have a new book coming out very soon, Liberty Shrugged. Or if you support us by sending us emails and letting us know what you'd like to hear on the show, reaching out to us on social media, sharing the show, letting your friends and family know about the show, and of course, leaving us a review on, let's say, Apple Podcasts. It lets us know, and it lets other people know about the secret teachings. We don't have any kind of budget here to promote the show. I don't like working with a lot of money. And I don't like working with uh, social media. So it is all word of mouth and it has been now for over a decade. 12, 13 years now we've been on air in some capacity. Five, six, seven, seven years now. Professional radio. So thank you so much for joining us on The Secret Teachings. Tonight, I have an interesting subject I'd like to share with you. It's something that sort of takes me back to those original radio days. Something that Over the years, I've had to adjust my point of view. I've had to adjust my lenses to figure out exactly um, what I can and cannot trust and what I can and cannot believe and what I should and should not trust and what I should and should not believe. In regard to all the, the different conspiracies and conspiracy theories that we hear about, you know, I, I might be one of those people who I'm 31 years old, so I'm not that old, but I... I feel like I can look back to the old days when a conspiracy or a conspiracy theory was just that. And maybe some people would think that a conspiracy or a conspiracy theory could be a little bit dangerous. Maybe it could mislead people. But, I mean, we seem to separate conspiracies, conspiracy theories. We seem to separate those things from propaganda, And what we talked about last night, we talk about fake news and false news and fake and false information. And but we don't really talk about misdirection a lot. We don't really talk about fallacies, which is pretty much how every mainstream and alternative radio show, TV show, news article, conservative, liberal, left wing, right wing, even independence down the middle. Fallacies are pretty much how we communicate about everything. In fact, one of the biggest conspiracy uh, conspiracies, I think, is the use of language. Although it's not really a conspiracy, it's a form of mind control. It's the use of language to coerce and to manipulate us into accepting or rejecting certain things. And some things are allowed to be accepted, some things are meant to be rejected. 
strictly based on your political views or your religious views or maybe the views of your family or your friends or your wife or your husband. It's just all an exercise in coercive persuasion and behavioral psychology. And more and more, it's becoming difficult to determine what exactly is, is true, what exactly is, is reality. And I think that's part of, for lack of a better word, a larger conspiracy. But when I say conspiracy, I don't mean the kinds of conspiracies that a lot of, a lot of people today think of. When I'm thinking of a conspiracy, I'm thinking of, well... There are high-level government conspiracies like Iran-Contra. There are high-level government conspiracies. You know, the Watergate story is a great example. There are high-level government conspiracies that you saw all throughout. Well, you've seen it all throughout uh, the Biden administration, the Trump administration, the Obama administration, the Bush administration. There's always conspiracies. you got to separate conspiracies from those things that are issues or matters of national security And of course, you know, there are low level conspiracies, very low level, so low level that they don't really matter at all. Like, for example, if you plan a birthday party in secret, that's by definition a conspiracy Two people getting together and conspiring. So I don't know at what point, what day, what week, what month, at what time we determined that the word conspiracy would not only be utilized as a means to discredit people, but that the word conspiracy would be used as a a means to dismiss any and all organized criminal and malicious behavior, Uh, as well as we now take the word conspiracy and we levy it as a charge against individuals for asking questions. The word conspiracy is now used as a way to deter people from asking for proof or for asking for evidence or just simply recognizing or realizing, observing something that's inconsistent. Now, we know that in the 1960s, after the Kennedy assassination, I've got a copy of of the actual document. It was something sent to the media, and it doesn't say, hey, use the words conspiracy theory to discredit people that don't believe in the Warren Commission. But it alludes to the usage of, of the word conspiracy, that basically if you don't believe the official Warren Commission, then you are a conspiracy theorist. What does that mean? Well, not really anything. It means you're asking questions, you're concerned, you don't really believe the official narrative. But the implication is it means that you are discredited because you don't believe the official story. Now, that is perhaps the most prevalent fallacy, as we discussed last night. That fallacy is the false dichotomy or the Latin falsus dichotomus. And the falsus dichotomus is the illusion of choice, the illusion that you have an option, that you get to select between two things, Coke and Pepsi, if you will, Republican, Democrat, if you will, or you're with us or you're with the terrorists, right? That's what George Bush famously said, you're with us or you're with the terrorists. You either believe that man-made activity is causing global warming, or even if you believe that humans are creating storms and altering the climate through sulfur and through various heavy metals and chemicals injected into the stratosphere, even if you believe that, that doesn't count as global warming or man-made global warming. That's part of the conspiracy. That means you're discredited and you're a climate denier. You know, it's the same thing if you, you question, you know, anything. If you say, hold on a second, hold on a second, I have some questions about history. 
you know, I have some questions about history. Why is it that the swastika is seen as the most evil symbol ever made by man, but people have hammer and sickle tattoos wandering around, uh, you know, political rallies? It doesn't, I, I, don't, I don't need to know why the swastika is perceived as bad. I understand that. I want to know why the, why the opposite of the swastika, the hammer and sickle, is not. You know, those are questions I have, but then if you ask those types of questions, those, are, those aren't really considered acceptable questions to ask. This is all just, you either are with us or you're with the terrorists, right? You're either voting for us or you're racist or you're voting for us or you hate the climate or you're voting for us or you hate America. It's the same exact nonsense and rhetoric peddled by virtually every single major talking point uh, from every single major party, politically, every single major point of, of view, socially, politically, economically, culturally, etc., and it's really becoming more and more difficult to determine what exactly is a conspiracy and what exactly is a conspiracy theory, because it seems like every single day we are presented with new conspiracy theories, new theories, new pieces of information that aren't rooted, not they're not based in reality. They're just stories, made up stories, made up photographs, fake photographs, fake videos. It's hard to really know what to believe. And perhaps that's the greatest conspiracy to confuse and obfuscate reality to the point where we just give up and give in because it's, it's too much to deal with. It's too much to, to, to think about. In fact, it's almost impossible to, to figure out what's going on. I read this really interesting story. This is really what set me off for tonight's show. I called the show New World Order 666. Like... Execute Order 66, New World Order 666. And I was thinking that the New World Order, at least the way that I remember people talking about the New World Order just 10 years ago, was that it was a dystopian global government. Would you agree with me on that? I want you to seriously think about this. When you heard the words New World Order, you either believe it, disbelieve it, or you don't really know what it is. You fall into one of those categories. I thought the New World Order was a global government run by a corporate fascist police state. And ultimately, everybody on this planet would work for the biggest corporations, and they would pay you basically in rations, and everybody would be poor, and it would be basically one giant corporate socialist welfare state that's the impression that i was under when i heard of what the new world order was and um, i was also under the impression that a new world order was a bad thing that we didn't want a new world order now the confusing thing is the new world order is supposed to be a conspiracy very dark conspiracy that we don't really want to 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 occur we don't really want to unfold but people have denied that the New World Order exists, that there is no such thing as a New World Order. Now, ultimately, I believe that. I don't think there's any such thing as a New World Order. I think that's a, that's a concept, a very broad concept, like the Illuminati. Yes, it was an actual secret society, 1776, May 1st, Bavarian Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt. I know the history of that. But what I'm saying is the Illuminati is a concept otherwise. Just like Freemasonry. Freemasonry is really, I mean, it's an order but it's also a concept, a concept of brotherhood, of integrity, of community. These are concepts that are embodied by Masons. 
And the Illuminati could be a lot of different things. It, it, it could be the, the concept of illumination and enlightenment and reformation and, and renaissance. That could be a positive thing. Or the Illuminati could be a sinister thing, uh, a false light, if you will, in which we, we don't want this, this powerful, elite, secret society of people to, to take over the world. That's kind of how it's framed. So a New World Order, the Illuminati, these things are just, these are words and terms and phrases and ideas that are just concepts. To some extent, they do exist. That There, there have been new, new orders that have been uh, proposed or uh, organized or implemented around the world. Um, there have been, uh, you know, groups that go by the name Illuminati throughout history. But generally speaking, these are, these are basically they're like caricatures. They're very, they're very foolish terms that we apply to things that are hidden in the shadows or that are hidden beneath of a, a very dim light. So a New World Order was once thought of as a fringe theory of dystopian global government. And it was denied. There's no such thing as a New World Order. Well, now the New World Order apparently, I read this in CBC News. This is CBC. This is Canada. I read it in Yahoo News and I read it in another Canadian news outlet. So I read this from three different outlets. And it's a story about a woman named Karen King Liu, who told a British Columbia judge that her mortgage debt had been completely forgiven. The reason why? Because a new world order had worked to wipe out her and everybody else's debt, including her mortgage. This is CBC News, August 8th, 2022. Conspiracy theory about New World Order won't save Vancouver home from foreclosure, judge rules. I really had to think about this for a moment. See, this is my livelihood. This is my life. This is what I know. This is my profession. And so, yes, I sit down and I think of things. When I read that, I think, hold on a minute. I thought a New World Order was a fringe theory of dystopian global government. And I thought it wasn't a real thing. So now CBC Canada is reporting that the New World Order, it's not a real thing, but they're reporting that the New World Order is actually based on what this woman believes. Karen Liu says that the New World Order is basically the overthrowing of debt and mortgages and banks and financial slavery in essence. Now, unless I'm missing something, because I've done this for uh, about 12, 13 years now, unless I'm missing something, I was pretty sure that the New World Order had nothing to do with this. It's probably been the last last eight, nine, it's probably been about 10 years. And maybe, maybe a little bit before, you know, I came onto the scene. It's, it's been around for 20 years that the, the, the idea that there's some white hat cabal that is going to wipe out all uh, all of our debt and we're going to live in you know a peaceful harmonious commune and share everything um, and that that even that confuses me even more because the people today that believe that tend to be the very opposite of of of, of communists they don't believe in communism they don't like the idea of not having private property but somehow they fall into this trap that something is going to reset the global economy now, I've heard that for years. I, I've had people tell me that the, the whole uh, economic system is going to be reset. And I told them I don't believe that. 
I don't uh, I don't follow that. I don't understand that. I, why would the why would the World Bank? Why would the IMF? Why would the Federal Reserve? Why would the Federal Reserve member banks? Why would your local bank? Why would any of these lumbering, monstrous, demonic institutions just decide one day we're getting rid of all the debt? I think I've done two shows on this in the past, and I, I remember saying that if a big bank says, hey, we're going to get rid of all your debt, don't worry, it's going to be wiped out, you should be very, very, very scared. You should be terrified, petrified. You should be hiding under your bed and keeping your money in your mattress. Why? Well, the question isn't why you should be scared. The question is why would a big bank eliminate all of your debt overnight? I said, if, if a big bank or, you know, the IMF or somebody, something is that if they're going to work to eliminate your debt, why would they do that? Well, one, it would make you totally subservient to those that wiped out your debt. You were already in debt to them. But now that they've wiped out your debt, now you are subservient to that group or that institution or that person because, look, they helped you. Now you need to do what they say. But more so, number two, second reason is because why would you trust institutions, banks, governments, etc., that want to wipe out their method of control over you or control over an economy? That doesn't make any sense. Nowhere in the history of mankind have, have evil, uh, malicious, and uh, destructive powers decided, all right, we're done. Uh, we give up. You guys can have your property and your money back doesn't really make a lot of sense. So the New World Order wasn't, um, wasn't a positive thing from what I remember, but according to Karen Liu, who told a BC judge her mortgage debt was forgiven because of the New World Order, and she means that positively, that the New World Order was going to eliminate all of her credit card, mortgage, and you know bank debt, be wiped out. Now, this isn't just one woman in British Columbia. There's a worldwide movement who believe that there is a white hat like cabal which is going to work through various laws or work through various entities, and they are going to eliminate all of your debt. Now, remember, the New World Order was once a fringe conspiracy theory. It was denied. Now it's being denied again, but it's now considered to be a positive conspiracy where the New World Order is going to give you a, a debt-free life or wipe the slate clean. That is until the New World Order, once it has, um, once when it, when, it, when it was denied, didn't exist, wasn't a thing, uh, it was negative. Now, see what has happened is they've positioned the idea of a New World Order to be a positive thing. Oh, you want, the New World Order is going to get rid of your debt. It's going to make you more free. And people believe that. And then we learned about the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. And when I first heard about that, I remembered all the people that had told me, don't worry, the financial system is going to be reset and it's going to wipe out our debt. And this is going to be very positive. And I said, I don't believe that. I don't trust that. I don't buy that. I don't, I, I'm not going to participate in that. I don't agree with that. That's a scam. Might be, you know, if, if something like that would happen, it might be the biggest scam in the history of human civilization. And then we learned what the Great Reset was. It is a restructuring of society, of economies, of cultures, of whole countries. It's, 
elimination of borders. It is an overrunning of, of, of state and sovereign independent governments and representative uh, Republican democracy. It is a destruction of infrastructure. It is the destruction of enlightenment and thought and reformation and renaissance. It is the thrusting of humans into a dark age, into the position of serfs and slaves to lords and masters. It is, in essence, Mao's great leap forward revamped from the 1940s and 50s and 60s. And it's called the Great Reset instead of the Great Leap Forward. And the Great Leap Forward or the Great Reset, it's, it's basically the New World Order. But now the New World Order is not supposed to be a bad thing. It's supposed to be a good thing. It's wiping out your debt, but that doesn't exist. So we have essentially a, a monumental worldwide global conspiracy that was once evil. Now it's seen as positive, but it's still denied. It doesn't exist. You see the bait and switch because now... What the New World Order is supposed to do is get rid of your debt. So here comes the Great Reset. Oh, and they're going to get rid of your debt. So it doesn't exist, doesn't exist. Then we change the definition of it. It still doesn't exist. But there is this other thing called the Great Reset, which uses the same terminology as people who believe in this debt freedom have said for years. They say that debt is going to be totally wiped out. That The financial system is going to be reset. So then you get the Great Reset, a revamping of Mao's Great Leap Forward, Basically, it's a bait and switch, and as the Great Leap Forward, the Great Reset emerges more and more and becomes more and more public knowledge, you've been coerced and conditioned to think wiping out debt, getting rid of my credit card debt, my banking debt, etc. This is a good thing. See, the white hats are real. This is very sophisticated propaganda, very sophisticated conspiracy and conspiracy theory. New World Order is being transformed into a positive conspiracy about a plan to erase all debt from society. I personally don't buy it. I personally don't believe it. And that's something conspiracy theorists have been advocating uh, for instead of against. They want the debt wiped out. I'm going to tell you more about this court case in British Columbia when we come back. More about conspiracy theories and conspiracies. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Nasara and Gesara and the New World Order 666. I'm Ryan Gable. It's Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. This is The Secret Teachings, the music white bat audio. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From ground zero to the secret teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. 
We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. As I said, it's becoming very difficult, if not impossible, to follow what conspiracies and conspiracy theories are anymore. It's actually getting more difficult, if not impossible, to really follow the news or to really follow any source of information. You know, at one point, I thought, maybe like many of you, I thought, maybe foolishly, that the New World Order was a dystopian conspiracy theory about a global government. That it was the end of private property, the end of free thought, the end of free press, the end of self-defense, the end of human civilization as we know it, the thrusting of civilization back into a very deep, dark, hellish age of serfdom and slavery. Well, apparently the New World Order has been rebranded. Apparently the New World Order is a term that is applied to the belief that there is going to be a great resetting of the economic system and that all credit card, mortgage, and other bank debt is going to be wiped out in a jubilee of forgiveness. Now, I learned this from reading an article from CBC News Canada. There are also U.S. reports published on this. A woman named Karen King Liu. Karen King Liu told a British Columbia, Canada judge 
that her mortgage debt had been completely forgiven. And she invoked the idea of a new world order to prove it. According to a recent B.C. Supreme Court ruling, Lou appealed a foreclosure order on her Vancouver home on the basis that something called Nesara, N-E-S-A-R-A, and Gesara, G-E-S-A-R-A, had been enacted, and all credit card debt, mortgage, and other bank debt would be wiped out. It would all be forgiven. According to Justice Sharon Matthews, She described it as a pending New World Order that has its roots in the United States, Nesara, N-E-S-A-R-A, but has evolved to a global movement, Gesara, G-E-S-A-R-A, to which many countries are signatories, or signatories, including Canada. Furthermore, this is according to the Justice, she asserted that it involves resignation of world leaders, new currencies that will be backed by gold, and a more harmonious and peaceful world where the enslavement qualities of debt will be abolished. You know that we talk about things like, let's say, we have thought experiments here on this show. I want you to have have a thought with me for a moment. You you know, last night I gave the example of, uh, we were talking about drunk driving and uh, driving on prescription medications, which AAA has found Virtually 70% of people that take three or more prescription drugs, which is just around a third of the country of the United States, they, they drive on these impairing prescription drugs. And I said, what if somebody was, um, what if somebody was drinking, they had had a couple of drinks and they pulled up to a stoplight and then somebody who wasn't drinking, they weren't drunk, uh, they hit them from behind. Well, the person who was who was hit at the stoplight who might have had a few drinks and they might be over some, you know, the, the, the limit for alcohol uh, in the blood, um, they, they would likely go to jail for drunk driving, even though the person behind them hit them. So you could word the article like, you know, drunk driver involved in car wreck goes to jail, but it really wasn't the driver's fault, per se. They stopped at a stoplight. Somebody hit them from behind. This is like those pictures of uh, the dog or the wolf, right, pulling the, the sheep or the I think it was a sheep out of the uh, out of the water, but the way that the camera zooms in, it looks like the uh, the animal is is biting the neck of the sheep. This is how things can be distorted, and and, and our, our viewpoints can be can be manipulated and and adjusted. And you know, this is the type of thing that I want you to think about this for a second. If debt were to be abolished, sounds like a really great thing. You just have a bunch of ignorant people. Right now, screaming at the White House, get rid of my student loan debt, get rid of my debt, get rid of my debt, get rid of my debt. Around the world, debt is crippling to nations, to families, to individuals. Rather than addressing the root source of why there is so much debt, and a lot of reasons for it, I can name a few. Number one, people live far outside their means. Culturally and socially, we encourage the living of outside of your means because, you know, you have to keep up with the Joneses or you just have to have that new thing or because the cost of living is, is going up and up and up and up and up. And this is what I find so strange about, about these types of arguments is that you have, I've been to Occupy Wall Street protests and I was a supporter of it for a while until I learned what it really was. And I would go to these events and there would just there would be people there with, uh, you know, Starbucks drinks, Nike, Adidas, Apple phones. 
and they would be protesting the big banks and protesting debt. And I mean, I'm, I'm not a proponent of debt. I'm not a proponent of the Federal Reserve myself. But at the same time, I recognize that there's something wrong with an individual who has an iPhone and a Starbucks drink at an Eat the Rich rally. There's something wrong with uh, the individual, and there's something wrong with their, their zealous ideology. There's also something wrong with uh, people that are white screaming at black police officers that they're racist. There's something wrong there. There's something off there. There's something just not, it, there's something not functional there. Something's just kind of weird there. So personally, I don't think that debt is a good thing, but why are we in debt? Why are people in debt? Why are countries in debt? We know about the International Monetary Fund loaning large sums of money to countries, in some cases sort of forcing them to accept the funds. And then knowing the country can't pay it back, they privatize the resources, they privatize the, uh, the businesses and the infrastructure that was built with the money. And economic hitmen, basically, country can be uh, absorbed into the IMF and the World Bank and a collection of uh, real property and real resources uh, continues to pile up, not by the 1%, but by a, a group of malicious corporate banking interests that have their tentacles, that have their uh, Cthulhu-like uh, arms and legs and tentacles in virtually every country on this planet. So debt will be abolished. This is what the, the woman believed in the BC court case. She believed that the qualities of debt will be abolished according to the justice. Now, that sounds like a really great thing. We don't want debt, but we don't ask, why are we in debt to begin with? Especially, why are some countries in so much debt to the International Monetary Fund? And then the same people that thrust us into debt are at the center, at the forefront of a conspiracy to eliminate all that debt. You think the countries that thrusted you, that manipulated you, your family, that manipulated your country into unpayable debt to privatize and to take complete control of your resources and infrastructure, to take control of your property, your home, your boat, your car, whatever, you think those same people are going to eliminate all the debt overnight to help you? If they're talking about debt elimination, it is not a good thing. It's the next stage of monetary debt enslavement. And they've tricked a lot of people into believing that, well, my, oh, the bank wants to get rid of the debt. Oh, they'll get rid of the debt, all right. You won't be able to pay it in dollar bills or Benjamin Franklin's or gold or silver or anything like that. You'll have to pay it in your blood. You'll have to pay it in the credit that is a biometric scan attached to your body, attached to your, your DNA, your genetics. That's the next phase. That's the next stage. Individual carbon footprint trackers, social credit scores. There is no money. There won't be any debt. You participate and do what you're told, or you will not be able to function in society. This is beyond Orwellian it's beyond Huxleyan, it's beyond the New World Order, it's beyond all the, the names that we like to apply to these types of conspiracies. You want to know the real conspiracy? The real conspiracy is how the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, Federal Reserve Bank, Federal Reserve member banks, even your local banks, the real conspiracy is how these institutions can have so much power and so much control and so much authority 
that we invest in them because we we have an agreement that that these are the institutions that that lend money, that they are the institutions that 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 have possession of our money. There is so much faith and so much authority, so much power there. And then we believe somehow, some of us do, I don't, I hope that you don't, that those banks and those big institutions are just going to wipe out all your debt overnight because they want to help you. If they're going to wipe out your debt overnight, it's because they want to further enslave you in that debt-based monetary system or what this woman believed, enslavement qualities of debt. That's what the justice said that Karen Liu told the court. Now, this is a, a real conspiracy or conspiracy theory, and it has been brought up in this Canadian court case. Basically, it says that the N-E-S-A-R-A, Nesara, and G-E-S-A-R-A, Gisara, are going to, once they're implemented, this lady in B.C., British Columbia, she actually believes they are implemented. That's why she doesn't have to pay off her mortgage debt. That they are going to eliminate all of credit card debt, mortgage debt, bank debt, etc. They'll all be wiped out. It's all gone. But that there's a cover-up. There's a conspiracy to cover this up. And it started with the Bush administration in the United States. So for some reason, big banks, international monetary groups are expected to simply eliminate all debt overnight. And I've even heard deposit new forms of currency in your bank account. Yes, that makes plenty of sense. That makes zero sense. And if there were any truth to the theory, it would absolutely, certainly, without a doubt, be nightmarish. Because it sounds kind of like what Klaus Schwab said. You will own nothing and be happy. You'll be happy about it. Might sound like an end to all debt and all money. But that also includes property. That also includes freedom. It's all in the statement. Government takes your property and wealth, and you become a surf force to smile and be happy about it. Now, NISARA, the National Economic Security and Recovery Act, is a very real thing. It was proposed as a series of economic reforms in the United States back in the 1990s by Harvey Francis Bernard. Now, Bernard did not say that all the debt would be wiped out if that act was to be proposed, accepted, debated, amended, and, uh, and uh, uh, agreed upon, voted upon, and agreed upon. The proposal, uh, the proposal included that um, there would be a, a universal tax which would replace the income tax. Uh, it would be a national sales-like tax. That compound interest would be abolished on secured loans. And we would return to a, uh, a bimetallic currency. Harvey Bernard believed this would result in zero inflation and a more stable economy. That's what Nasara is. Now, compare that. That's, a, that's, like, that's an official piece of history. That's, that actually was a proposal in the 1990s by Harvey Francis Bernard. Now, that's what was actually proposed. What do people like Karen Liu believe, though? They believe that Nasara, and there's a global version of this, Gesara, they believe that these have already been implemented. These are, I guess, laws or policies or something. They don't really clarify that. But that these are basically... um, these are, are things that have been implemented that have wiped out everybody's credit card debt, mortgage, and bank debt overnight. 
And as a result of that, you're free. You own your house, you own everything, you don't have to pay for anything. Everything is just one big commune collectivized uh, hive. It's kind of funny because the people that don't like collectivization, don't like hive minds, they don't like communism, they don't like socialism, are the big proponents of this. It, se- it seems to be at least more, and so, more so today. Ten years ago, 12 years ago, Occupy Wall Street days, it was more of the, of the left-leaning crowd. And even those people were, were at least they had their heads screwed on to some, some degree. But it didn't make any sense how, you know, I would go to those types of, when I lived in Orlando, Florida, I would go to those Occupy Wall Street groups and, you know, protest, quote unquote. And there were people out there with Starbucks and Nikes and, you know, Apple phones. And I just wondered, how can you protest big banks and, and corruption and, and slavery when you're literally wearing and buying and supporting products and companies and things that are made by slaves? That doesn't really make any sense, like modern day slaves, sweatshops, etc. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, Nasara, again, is a real thing, but based on what it was actually proposing, again, the national sales tax, no income tax, abolishing compound interest on uh, secured loans, and returning to a uh, bimetallic currency, totally different, completely different than what conspiracy theorists believe it actually does. They just believe that it, like a magic wand, wipes out all your debt and everybody's free. Maybe they're just assuming that because these these things, if this proposal was a was a real thing that had been implemented, maybe they just believe that there would be zero percent inflation, therefore there wouldn't be a debt, and that would mean you don't have your your debts. But credit card debt, I mean, that's something that y- you chose to take out a credit card, you chose to to get into debt. That is that is on you. That doesn't mean that people aren't coerced into it, that parents don't teach their kids about credit cards and the dangers of credit cards. But credit card debt has nothing to do with, uh, with, uh, with an income tax or a national sales tax. It has nothing to do. I mean, it's you know, what we consider to be currency, but it has nothing to do with a bimetallic currency, gold or silver or something like that. This is a decision you made to get in debt and then you want the government to wipe it out? That doesn't make any sense. What does it have to do with, with what the National Economic Security and Recovery Act actually su- supposedly proposed in the 1990s? See, they take these things and they turn them into real conspiracy theories. The ones that I'm not on board with. The ones that, well, they sound crazy because they're pretty crazy. Now, that's just the one in the U.S. Then there's a GISARA, a Global Economic Security and Reformation Act, supposedly a worldwide version of the law in the United States. Now, I went to, because I saw that they had a website, so I went to their website, and uh, it says... Well, it doesn't actually say a lot, but it, it, it has a little um, little bit of information on the Gisara. And they have a link to what they say is uh, information on the Nasara law. So this is the Gesara website. This is the Nasara law. Uh, 88 pages. This is supposedly what was um, proposed, but this was never made, uh, made law. As far as I understand it, I mean, my, my point tonight is not to prove or disprove this. My point is to, um, well, to prove a different kind of point, uh, and we'll get to that. It says the Global Economic Security and Reform or Reformation Act is a global prosperity program on the verge of being announced and activated. Yes, I was told it was on the verge of being announced and activated uh, a decade ago. This program is backed by precious metals deliverable well above, and then they list here, quatordecillion of U.S. dollars, 40 zeros. Uh, all 8 billion of the human population will benefit from Gisara, and the earth finally 
will finally, is this a typo? The earth will finally be free to experience itself as the abundant planet it was created to be. If you realize that there is more than enough gold to make all human currencies in circulation, this means that any and every human being could become a multimillionaire instantly without debt of any kind, if only given the resources. See, this is the problem that I have with this. We, we have this line here, and the earth will finally be free to experience itself as the abundant planet it was created to be. And then two sentences later, this means that every American become a multimillionaire instantly. I don't see why that's, or how that's, or you know, in any capacity, how, how is that connected? I thought the whole point was to get out of debt slavery, to not have any kind of financial, economic, monetary currency system, and then to live free on the earth and, and, and sing songs and dance around you know, naked and you know, not shape. I thought that was the whole point of this. No, apparently, you can become a multimillionaire overnight. That is, that's a big red flag for me. And then it goes on. Uh, the income tax will be abolished. Personally, I think the income tax should be abolished. But that has nothing to do with, with what this woman claimed in court up in British Columbia. The income tax will be abolished as Gesara, 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 G-E-S-A-R-A, will make personal taxes monetarily unnecessary. 14% single rate tax on new non-core items will provide the sustainable revenue stream for all national governments. So that is actually based on the original National Economic Security and Recovery Act, NASARA. Again, it was a real thing proposed back in the 1990s. It's a real thing. And, um, you know, to, to what extent it was serious or to what extent um, it is the foundation for this new conspiracy in the last 15, 20 years, you know, I don't know. I, 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 because I don't think that any of this stuff makes any sense. I don't, in my opinion, I don't think any of this stuff makes any sense. And I don't think that any of this stuff has any uh, bearing on reality. Like personally, I think the income tax should be abolished. Personally, I do not like the Federal Reserve. That doesn't mean that I support this theory of Nassar or Gessar. And that's the confusing thing. It's a theory, but it's also a real thing. But the people that have the theory about the real thing also are saying that the theory is proposing things that aren't in the real original thing. And they say, and then here's the thing on the Gasara website, gasarahelp.org. You should go to it because it's a, it's a, it's a world of fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's laughable. They have a link to Nasara and they say it's a law, but it's not an actual law. It's a proposal. It's a proposal. It's not an actual law. What, what is so hard to understand about that? I don't, understand, I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to grasp this. A proposal is not a law. A mandate is not a law. You can argue about the legality of a mandate or a policy that's implemented, and if, there's, if it's based on a statute that gives this authority power to implement something as if it were a law because it's based on it. But Nassar is not a law. It's a proposal. And then, you know, this is depending on how far you go into this, it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder. So let's recap very briefly. You have Nessara and Gessara. And according to Karen Liu, who told a BC judge she didn't have to pay her mortgage debt because it was already forgiven, along with credit card debt, mortgage debt in general for everybody, and bank debt, all wiped out by Nessara and Gessara. And it's coming, it's going to happen soon going to happen soon see this is one of those messiah-like things 
where we, we have this belief that something big is going to happen. Something big is coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to make all of our lives really, really great. And it's, it's going to get rid of all the evil people, all the bad people. You know what really pisses me off? I want to use somebody's name here. And uh, that's not unorthodox on this show. You know what pisses me off? People like Jordan Sather. I don't think that guy's around anymore, but Jordan Sather, he got on Comedy Central. He collected his money. He made, a, you know, he made out like a bandit. He was driving the nice car. He had the hot girlfriend. I saw it all in person. And then he disappeared. And uh, Ryan Gable, me, myself, who makes less than $1,000 a month busting my butt to make this show because I don't have sponsors or people that pay me a bunch of money to BS, I confronted that man at a conference and I said that your whole uh, cabal, white hat, black hat, evil cabal thing, that's just, it's basically a theological, religious-like cult. It's good versus evil. It's very archetypical. It's a fraud. And uh, he made off with his money and he got out. And people like me, um, I continue to do what I do five nights a week because I believe in it. And I don't want to sell you something that is false just for clicks and just for views. Because that would make me a piece of garbage. That would make me a piece of trash. It's those kinds of, of, of people that are on YouTube and other platforms that just sell people this false bill of goods Oh, you're going to have all your debt wiped out and all the, the Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency. That's going to save you. This is the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. I don't, I really don't grasp. I cannot comprehend how we went from, hey, maybe we should, maybe we should reform um, the economic system to some capacity. Like maybe we shouldn't have, a, have an IRS or maybe we shouldn't have a, an income tax. Maybe we shouldn't have a Federal Reserve. We went from real honest discussions about that and Ron Paul's audit the Fed, real practical things. And that was hijacked in the early 21st century. And that was turned into all the big banks and the IMF. They want to get rid of all the debt because they want to help you. And they want to get you, uh, they hate cryptocurrency. But some people are helping to develop cryptocurrency to get away from this debt-based monetary slavery of of, of evil, horrible banks. But then what does the cryptocurrency do? It, it ushers in a digital currency, which is what the original New World Order conspiracy supposedly would uh, include. A digital currency, digital identification. That's what cryptocurrency is, is doing. Oh, but I made a lot of money off of it. Oh, great, you made a lot of money off of it. That doesn't mean that it's a good thing, okay? People make money off of human trafficking and drugs and it doesn't mean it's a good thing. You made money off of it. What does that prove that it's a good thing because you made a million dollars? I don't care. So digital currency, digital ID, because cryptocurrency is supposed to free us from debt slavery. And then we hear all about how Nasara and Gesara, I've heard these names before, but I had forgot about them until I read this article from Canada. And these are supposed to wipe out all of our debt. So basically, here's what you have. You have a digital currency, digital ID system being brought in under the guise of economic freedom with cryptocurrency, which was part of the original New World Order conspiracy, the global government conspiracy. And then you have the idea that all your debt's going to be wiped out by the same people that tricked you, manipulated you, and provided the sources and the resources for you to be in debt in the first place. They're going to wipe it all out overnight because they care about you. Now, they're going to wipe out your debt. They're going to wipe out your resources. They're going to wipe out the things you own. And then they're going to implement the digital system because you, you've already given a lot of that stuff up for the digital cryptocurrency system, literally and symbolically indirectly. 
And then once you transition to the digital system willingly and you get rid of the physical assets and the physical properties, all under the guise of becoming more free, well, then they got you. And guess what? You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. And that's the whole idea, getting rid of the debt, getting rid of the currency, getting rid of the, 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 the private property, getting rid of all the things that allow you to be a free human being rather than a surfer or a slave. And we're willingly trading it in because, oh, cryptocurrency, that's where it's at. Oh, the digital currency, that's where it's at. Oh, 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 the, the biometric scans. Oh, the, the social credit score. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'll take some of that. See, they've tricked people that otherwise didn't believe in this stuff into accepting it. And not only accepting it, advocating for it, even demanding it. Be careful what you wish for. New World Order 666 activated. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info. Please subscribe to the show if you enjoy what we do. Please grab a copy of one of the books. You buy a book, you subscribe, you keep us on air Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. There's more after this. Stay with us. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. 
broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website. You can find my books and our subscription service there on the site. You can also listen to the show for free. You just have to listen to those monetized algorithmic advertisements. But if you subscribe, you get rid of those and you get access to our montage archive and more. If you subscribe, if you buy a book, you keep us on air Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. And you will have to subscribe to our archive to get access to our shows if you've already subscribed to Aftermath for Clyde's archive. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email to contact us, to reach us directly, rdgable at yahoo.com. Social media, Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio and Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. The music that you're hearing now and the music that you hear through all of our commercial breaks comes from White Bat Audio on YouTube. They let us use their music, so we appreciate that. You can find them by searching White Bat Audio. And last but not least, our affiliate sponsors on the website. We don't really make any money from them. A few dollars here or there a month, maybe 50 bucks. Pro One Water Filters benefits you, that company, and us. Pro One Water Filters, and also Transistor FM, which hosts our archive. So if you're looking to host a, an archive for a podcast or something, sincerely a very good company. I don't get paid to do to do that to do this to say this, but um, you know if you subscribe to them, we get like a couple dollars. But it's a good company. It's way better than Captivate. If you've ever used Captivate, uh, Transistor FM. It's all on the website, thesecretteachings.info. So as I said earlier, it is becoming very difficult, if not impossible, to follow what modern conspiracies are meant to convey. What exactly is a conspiracy and what exactly is a conspiracy theory? See, a New World Order was once thought of as a fringe theory of a dystopian global government system, an antichrist, apocalyptic, end of the world, end of human civilization system. But that system was denied. It was non-existent. It's a conspiracy theory. It doesn't actually exist. It's a theory. It's a bunch of things mix and mash together so people can try to better understand the, the, the terrors and the horrors and the scary things in life and the, the bad breaks that they catch. And it was denied until the World Economic Forum unveiled their Great Reset. And then we learned that the Great Reset was basically the concept of the New World Order, which is what the NWO is. It's a concept. It's an idea. It was basically the concept and an idea of, of an NWO solidified into an actual series of policies and, and uh, demands in the Great Reset, which in and of itself is a revamping of the 1940, 1950, 1960s Great Leap Forward. The Great Leap Forward was the communist version 
of a new world order. It is a version of the world in which resources are extracted by government for government. That includes food. That includes uh, minerals. That includes the items that are produced in the government factories by the people the government puts into positions to manufacture those products and how many they manufacture. And the government gets to decide all of that. And you get to live in squalor and poverty, but you're equal. That's equality under this system. Everybody is equally poor. So that's the great leap forward. And it destroyed, it decimated, it absolutely obliterated, it bulldozed, it steamrolled, it annihilated Chinese society, Chinese culture, Chinese economies. China's a big place, lots of different economies, localized and nationally, and it destroyed their culture. I've mentioned this before, the four olds, part of how the four olds were eliminated was through the Great Leap Forward. It destroyed ideas, culture, customs, and habits. Now we have a new form of Great Leap Forward. It's the Great Reset. It is the New World Order, but actually solidified into an actual, real, you can see it, taste it, touch it, smell it, hear it. You can read about it online, thing. It's a very real thing. Now, the New World Order is being transformed, it's transitioning into something that it never was. It used to be a negative conspiracy, but now, because of the Great Reset and the open declaration of war on humanity, now they're saying it's a good thing that we have a new world order. Now, how is this transition taking place, and who is saying that this is a good thing? Well, the common people who believe in the conspiracy theories, of course. According to Karen King Liu, facing a British Columbia judge over her mortgage debt, Karen Liu told the judge, I don't have to pay my debt. I don't have to pay my debt for my mortgage. The judge asked, why do you think you don't have to pay your debt? She said, because of a new world order. A new world order that will eliminate and that has eliminated, this is why Karen said she didn't have to pay her debt, the ultimate Karen, by the way, all credit card debt, all mortgage debt, and all bank debt would be wiped out. It's a debt jubilee. No more debt. It's all forgiven overnight. Snap of the finger. Just like that. All gone. Karen doesn't have to pay her debts. In other words, the New World Order is a positive thing. Didn't exist, didn't exist, didn't exist. Now it exists, but it's actually a good thing. We want debt to be wiped out. I don't know if you've made the connection yet, but the Great Reset aims to wipe out your debt. It aims to wipe out your property because ultimately you'll own nothing and you'll like it. Now in between the New World Order and the Great Reset was a transitional theory called the Great Financial Reset. That was a thing for a very long time where people believed likewise that debt was going to be wiped out and that the Great Financial Reset, just remove the word financial and you get Great Reset, 
would eliminate their debts and would deposit some form of new currency into their banks or would give them some form of new currency, uh, maybe give them something physical, gold or whatever. So basically, the Great Financial Reset became the Great Reset, the New World Order, which was a concept and an idea, solidified, and it became the Great Reset, which is a revamping of Mao's Great Leap Forward. And they told you it was bad, 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 bad. But now that it's a real acknowledged thing, now it's good. It's a good thing. You want the New World Order. You want the Great Reset. You want the Great Leap Forward. These are good things. The court case in Canada brought the idea of the New World Order, and particularly Nesara and Gisara, into the public arena. For the first time in a long time, we've heard mainstream news discussing Nasara and Gessar. For some reason, uh, people believe that big banks and the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank and small banks, private banks, that they're all expected to simply eliminate all debt overnight, maybe even deposit currency into your accounts. Makes zero sense, of course. And if there were any truth to the theory, it would certainly be nightmarish. And in fact, you know what? There is some truth to the theory. There is some truth to the theory because basically real resources, property, etc. are being exchanged for digital versions. And physical currency has long been exchanged for digital currency. And now we're shifting to cryptocurrency. And I know that I'm probably one of the few people who might think the way that you do who disagrees with cryptocurrency. I don't like cryptocurrency. I don't believe that it's independent. I don't buy the stories. I don't buy the theories. My intuition uh, instinctually tells me that it is a very dangerous and very bad thing. And I don't like it, especially because you've got, uh, you know, you got big banks that act as if they're in opposition to it. Just like you have big corporations and big banks that act like they're in opposition to, uh, you know, certain... Uh, tyrannical governmental laws and policies and really they just want to shut down regulations of their business or they want to shut down and prevent investigation into what they're doing. I mean, real property, real resources turned into these digital assets. We now believe that's a good thing when we used to believe, hey, this is a very bad thing. We don't want to shift to a digital currency and a digital identification system. Well, now we've kind of demanded it. We've kind of advocated for it. There's been a, a massive bait and switch, terrifying bait and switch. If you pay attention to the details and read in between the lines, the Great Financial Reset became the Great Reset, a revamping of Mao's Great Leap Forward, and now the New World Order is transformed into a positive conspiracy about a plan to erase all debt from society because ultimately, although it makes no sense, you will own nothing and you'll be happy about it. Just like we can prevent you from getting sick, sir, well, do I have to take a vaccine? Do I have to take medication? What do I have to do to stop you know, from being sick or getting COVID? Well, what we do is we put this knife to your throat and then we pull it and we slit your throat. But then I'll die. Yes, you'll die, but you'll never get COVID if you die. You die. You, you, you'll be able to save other people by dying. Just total, absolute, psychopathic gaslighting. And that is how our culture and society views these things. Well, if you die, you won't have to deal with COVID. If you die, you can save the planet. Just die already. Just die. 
It's all in the statement. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. Actually, you won't just own nothing and be like, eh, I'm not sure I feel about this. You'll be happy. So the government takes your property and wealth and then you're forced to become a serf. You're forced to smile and you're forced to be happy about it. It's not a world or a system that I want to live in. I don't know about you. There's this thing now called, it's been around for a while. I think it was coined back in 2015 or something. It's been around for a while though. It's basically the idea that uh, big banks give out loans to foundations, um, to companies, to anybody who meets the guidelines of what Klaus Schwab calls stakeholder capitalism. In other words, it's collectivization. It's called ESG. It was originally coined by the United Nations Environment or Environment uh, Program Initiative in 2000 and. Uh, as I say, 2005, not 2015. My mistake, 2005. Uh, the ESG was not really implemented until a few years ago. The ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance. In other words, the ESG is basically a credit score for businesses and for governments. And only the governments and only the individuals, only the the individual corporations, only those companies, those individuals and governments that agree to meet the guidelines of stakeholder capitalism will get the loans. Companies have to show that they are actively pursuing a business environment that prioritizes certain virtues, climate change restrictions, etc. Think about that for a second. An ESG loan is a highly scrutinized, highly dangerous, highly targeted chunk of money that will be given to those countries and those corporations, and by extension, individuals, social credit score, basically, who will agree to toe the line of the World Economic Forum. If you don't toe the line, you don't get the money. This is economic hitmen on steroids. This isn't the IMF saying, hey, give us, give us that money back we loaned you. And you say, well, I can't give it back. And they say, well, we're going to take your resources and your infrastructure. And if you don't like it, uh, we're going to send the military in and kill you. And we'll tell the whole world that you're a dictator trying to kill your own people, even though you're trying to help them. Companies have to show that they are pursuing a business environment that prioritizes the goals of the World Economic Forum. How does Klaus Schwab and the WEF have this much power over the monetary system, over loans, over banks? How? Basically, the loans, just like those of the IMF to individual nations, form leverage over the business world and over governments. And of course, the more you adhere to the policies of the stakeholder capitalist system, which is collectivized, corporate, fascist, governmental control, the more money you'll get. The more you participate, the more the system protects you. The more that you adhere to the, the dictates of the system, the more that the system will give you money, the more power you will get. It's basically a social credit system, a social credit scoring system, which is used in China. But this is for big corporations. It's for governments. So, for example, there are certain restrictions on who can get the money. 
if you promote stakeholder capitalism, if you promote transgenderism, if you promote the dictums, the dictates of the progressive world order, you get the money. If you don't, you don't get the money. Who has this money? Who's giving this money out? Where are the anti-Wall Street, anti-bank people? Nowhere to be found. They're the ones that are actually running this. See, that's what doesn't make any sense. When I went to Occupy Wall Street, I realized pretty quickly that it was, eh, it kind of makes sense, but also it's kind of a hijacked thing. It's kind of a scam. Now the same people that have the Starbucks and have the iPhones made from Apple and uh, made by sweatshop, people working sweatshops and concentration camps and Adidas and Nikes, not only were those people, they hate the big banks. They get rid of my debt. Well, now they're going to, oh, they're going to get rid of your debt. Now you're going to be indebted to them in a completely new way, not with money or digital on a computer screen. You're going to be indebted to them socially. There's a system you can never pay off. There's a system you can never get out from underneath of. You do exactly what you're told when you're told to do it, or you don't eat, you don't live. That's the bottom line. Where are all the Occupy Wall Street people for ESGs? Because people can't either, one, admit when they're wrong, or they can't acknowledge, apparently, that this whole system is the very opposite of what they've protested against for decades. The ESG system, it is corporate, government, social credit systems. You know how banks and PayPal and Airbnb and others like to block and censor and, and, and prevent people from using their platforms or getting access to funds based on their political views. Oh, that's not happening. No, it has happened to a few people. And once we accept that it's happened to a few people that we can demonize in society, like Alex Jones, for example, like him or don't like him, and a handful of people that uh, are, are uh, more politically involved, once you can do it to a few people and everybody accepts it, then it's going to happen to more and more people and then it becomes the norm. Once it becomes the norm, you can't do anything unless you participate in the social credit system. That's for the individual, for the big governments, for the, for the big corporations. You want your money? Guess what? You have to toe the line of the World Economic Forum. You have to toe the line of the corporate governmental system. This, I believe... This is a theory I'm going to propose to you right now. I believe this is why Disney and Hollywood and the porn industry can pump out such disgusting, smut, filth, perversity, and just generally speaking, in terms of Hollywood and Disney, unentertaining, trite garbage. And yet, those things, those movies, those TV shows, the music, the pornography doesn't actually make any money, but yet they keep receiving green lights to produce it. I mean, at what other, what other business, what other system can you continue to do something that fails and 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 fails, and yet still just have a, have a, just have a huge coffer of funds to continue to produce that which is hemorrhaging money. That doesn't make any sense. If you've never heard me, heard me talk about this before, I want you to think about it for a second. Think about the Disney movies that just tank all the time. Obi-Wan Kenobi was garbage. 
Buzz Lightyear was garbage. I mean, Disney is some of the things they produce are good, but that's because the people that produce those are like the Mandalorian. The people that produce them, it's not it's there's like a handful of people at Disney that are responsible for all the garbage. Like Rogue One was good. Mandalorian was good. Obi-Wan Kenobi was garbage. Buzz Lightyear, garbage. There's a reason for that. That can be identified and isolated and confirmed and understood. So there has to be money come from somewhere to make these blockbusters that don't bust the block. The money has to be coming from somewhere to continue to finance the pornography industry, which I've read interviews with porn stars because this is mainstream news now. Porn stars that normally are like, yeah, anal, gangbang, you know, whatever, bukake. It's cool. I'll do anything for money. But then porn stars are starting to ask questions like, why is everything incest now? This is weird. I don't know if I even want to do this. Why is, why is everything having sex with my son or my, my brother? Somebody's financing that. This is, where my, this is my theory. I really feel the porn industry, Disney, and Hollywood are being financed through these ESGs. That's where they're getting their obscene, unlimited amounts of money to continue to produce either smut, perversity, filth, garbage, or just things that, at the very best, they're poorly written. And they, the, the reason they're poorly written is because they want to make something that is grotesque. Just like there are really people that move to New York City or San Francisco because they want to live in trash and garbage. There are people that, are, that actually exist that believe that. And these are the same kinds of people that are writing the garbage at Disney and in Hollywood. These are the same kinds of people that are promoting the, you know, incest in particular in pornography. This is a big thing. If you don't believe me, look it up. Look it up. Everything's incest. If it's not incest, everything's LGBTQ. This has nothing to do with sexuality or gender. This is the ESG system that is functioning by dumping unlimited funds to the corporations and to the to the groups and to the people that will promote their agenda. The real question is, where is all of this money coming from? Where is it coming from? Banks are just going to give loans to companies that tow their politically correct line. So basically, there's 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 zero free enterprise there's zero free market there's zero chance of you being able to naturally and organically become successful and compete because everything is a planned circular economy so just like we've had the great financial reset which turned into the great reset or the new world order which was bad but now it's admitted it's a great reset it's a good thing a revamping of Mao's great leap forward Klaus Schwab's stakeholder capitalism and Klaus Schwab's circular economy are just two names for collectivization and a planned economy. That's all that it is. And the ESG system is working tirelessly to promote only the companies, only the individuals, only the governments to give them loans, give them funds to continue to produce that which is considered politically correct, whatever the doctrine of this system is. Part of the doctrine of that system is to promote the perversity and the smut 
to promote the sexuality, the sexualization of the youth. This is a cultural assault and a cultural attack. This is an attempt to eliminate the four olds. It's the same communist system under a different name. With the ESG system, it's eliminating old ideas, cultures, customs, and habits by mocking them, making fun of them, and creating new ones through entertainment and fake comedy shows. Supposed to be about comedy, they're just political shows. Look at the, 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 the smut and the filth produced by Disney. I mean, at least pornography used to be like some fake boobed blonde woman. Now pornography is like every girl next door and everybody's having sex with their brother and sister. You don't have to watch porn to know that. It's in major mainstream publications, even porn stars that are like, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take two in the butt. <laughs> you know, that now they're like, well, I don't know about this incest stuff. This is weird. Yeah, even porn stars, even degenerates are like, I think this is too far. Who's funding that? I've asked that question hundreds of times on this show. Well, I'm pretty sure the ESGs are funding the porn industry in Disney and Hollywood. Otherwise, there's no logical explanation on why these companies have so much money and they can continue to produce things that flop, flip, flop, and flip, flop again. And they can continue to lose obscene amounts of money and still be financially viable somehow. Or if they're not, they become financially viable again once the new influx of money comes in. This is just pain to destroy the culture, pain to destroy the ideas, the customs, and the habits. That's what the ESG does. Real property, real resources become digital. So you have a digital currency and a digital ID. And that whole idea of a new world order being a bad thing, what are you talking about? That's a good thing. New world order is a good thing. We want the new world order to get rid of our debt. No more debt. No more debt. No more debt. And what happens? Well, everything becomes digital. It's bad. Now it's good. It's a good thing. It, it exists now. And they throw your attention over to Gesara and Nesara, two supposed laws that are not actual laws, Nassara in the U.S., Gassara in, uh, well, around the world, that forgive all of your debt because the New World Order doesn't want you to have any debt. It's like when people say, oh, it's about equality. Oh, everybody's going to be equal. Oh, you'll be equal, all right. You'll equally have nothing, just like your neighbor. You'll have no food, you'll have no possessions, and you'll like it. They told you you'll own nothing and you'll like it. That's the, that's the whole thing that is is so unbelievable. They literally tell you, we will take your property and wealth and you will smile and you will be happy about it. Doesn't sound like a, a good system to me. These don't sound like good people to me. These sound like control freaks. They seem like psychological experts. They know exactly how the brain and the mind work. They are experts of propaganda and behavioral psychology. And they've duped so many people into accepting, demanding, and advocating for this. That is absolutely stunning. It is New World Order 666. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, 
facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info this is linda godfrey author of monsters among us and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable broadcasting from somewhere between heaven hell and purgatory it's the secret teachings on ground zero radio release the kraken You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. This is The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. A court case in Canada has brought the idea of a financial reset back into the mainstream news. Karen Liu King, Karen King Liu, told a British Columbia judge that her mortgage debt was forgiven because of the New World Order, because of Nasara and Gesara, the National Economic Security and Reformation Act, and the Global Economic Security and Reformation Act. Supposedly, Nassara passed in the early 2000s, the year 2000, just a few months before September 11th. That's the theory. And that it advocated in law to eliminate all of your debt. Although if you look up Nassara, it's not an actual law. It's a proposed economic reform, which would replace an income tax, which 
I'm in agreement with. Get rid of the income tax. With the national sales tax, it would abolish compound interest on secured loans, and it would return the economy to a bimetallic currency-based system that Harvey Francis Bernard proposed would result in 0% inflation. Now, the story goes this was never actually presented to Congress, but it is a proposal that was formed in the 1990s. People like Karen Liu believe that it's a law, and because it's a law, even though she's in Canada, it's a law in the U.S., and it's a law globally because of GISARA, Global Economic Security Reformation Act. They don't even say who, who, po- who proposed that, what, a, a global Congress? They don't explain what that is. She doesn't explain what that is. But she has no mortgage debt now because of this global financial great reset. And that right there, I think, is what this is all about. Because, you know, a new world order was once this really dark kind of evil thing. And it was denied until the WEF unveiled their great reset, which is a revamping of Mao's Great Leap Forward. Now, the theory blossomed originally in the great financial reset, which later dropped the word financial. That's where everybody was going to have their debt forgiven. Now the NWO is being transformed into a positive conspiracy about a plan to erase all of your debt. Something conspiracy theorists are actually advocating for instead of against. A great financial reset and cryptocurrency transitions from one form of debt to another. A form of debt in which you have property, in which you can make decisions for a new form of debt in which you don't have any property, you make no decisions, and the debt is social. You are eternally indebted socially. It is a social credit score. Makes zero sense why any government, why any business, why any bank would simply eliminate all of your requirements to function in the society, eliminate all of your debt. Unless you listen to Klaus Schwab, who said you'll own nothing and be happy. Now, that might sound like a good thing. You'll have no debt. But it also includes the elimination of your property and freedom. And I'm not talking about generalized freedom. I mean, you don't get to eat unless you do exactly what the state tells you to do when they tell you to do it. It's all in the statement. Government takes your property and wealth and you become a surf forced to smile and be happy about it. And I mean smile literally. In China, there are places you don't smile at pictures of Jin, Xi Jinping. You might not never, might not ever see the sun again. Then you have environmental, social, and corporate governance. And ESG, you know what an ESG is? An ESG is another social kind of a scam. It's another social credit type scam. Basically, it's an extension of the financial reset where money and loans are only given to companies and governments willing to destroy culture, customs, habits, and ideas. This is, I believe, and this next part is a theory. I don't know this for sure, but this is, this is starting to feel a lot more real that Disney and Hollywood and porn companies are all taking money from the ESG. They're all taking money from this new system of government because... They all are promoting the same thing. Sexualization of children, incest in families, the destruction of the familial structure. Some are promoting 
the same thing. Some are promoting different things, but all part of the same themed agenda. And this is why Disney can produce flop after flop after flop after flop after flop. Why you can get access to porn for free, but they keep producing millions of dollars worth of porn every month. Some are small companies, sure, but some of the big companies, how do they stay in business? Well, they get money from these subsidizers. They are subsidizing. That's what the ESG is. They are subsidizing the destruction of idea, of habit, of your customs, and of your culture. Somehow, people that didn't like debt were brainwashed, conditioned, or psychologically manipulated into accepting a new system of debt in which you can never pay it off. A new system of debt where social credit is your debt. And if you don't have it, you can't function in society. That is the new social credit system. But it's not for you directly. It's for your government. It's for corporations. This is a global, corporate, banking, fascist, communist state. Yes, Communism can be fascism. In fact, fascism is the purest form of communism because it's an axe that dominates a bundle of individual sticks that are tied together. A collectivized hive dominated by a Politburo and a dictator. That's why people are so obsessed with democracy because democracy is the control of the 51%. That's real democracy. You control 51%, you control the nation, you can force the other 49% to do whatever it is you want them to do. That's why people are obsessed with democracy. The National Economic Security and Recovery Act, NASARA, is not a real thing. Neither is GASARA. But Conspiracy theorists, QAnon supporters believe that debt is going to be wiped out and that this is going to be a good thing. You see the, 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 the hand that is working in the shadows here? You get people upset about debt. Oh, debt's bad. They're preying on children and preying on you know, teenagers to, sign, uh, you know, to, to get a loan to go to school to sign this paper. And I, I agree with all that. Very corrupt. Very devilish. Then we're like, well, what do we do about it? Well, cryptocurrency, totally independent. Personally, I don't believe that. I, I don't care what information you present to me. I do not believe in cryptocurrency. I do not want cryptocurrency. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to taste it, touch it, hear it. I want physical resources that are valuable. I want food. I want water. I want ammunition. I want guns. I want things that actually hold value and go up in value, regardless of what your gold or your silver do, and regardless of what your paper currency does or regardless of what your digital identification currency does. I want things that are actually worth something. Because if I have a big pile of uh, silver or gold or a big pile of cash, what does that do for me? Nothing. If I have a big pile of food, I can eat the food. If I got a big pile of ammunition, at the very least, I don't need it. I can go shoot it for fun or at least target practice or something. I want things that are actually going to provide me with, with wealth. And that's the thing that doesn't make, that probably makes the least amount of sense. I went to the Gasara website, gasarahelp.org. Hope I didn't get a, a Russian or Chinese virus by going to this website. But 
I go to this website, and, and, and here's the thing that, that always gets me. They say that Gasara is going to help billions of people. It's going to help everybody on this planet, 8 billion people. They say the earth will be free to experience itself as the abundant planet it was created to be. That's if we eliminate all debt. But then in the next two sentences, it says there's lots of gold in the world. This means that any and every human being could become a multimillionaire instantly without debt of any kind, only given the resources. See, that's that false promise of everybody will have equal outcome. I mean, just because you're given the resources doesn't mean that you can produce wealth. People squander resources. Governments squander resources. Everybody could become a multimillionaire instantly without debt if given the resources. Absolutely not. I mean, if you gave me a business and I didn't know how to run it, with all the resources and all the wealth, I'd probably run the business into the ground. And I mean that, yeah, me directly, me specifically, Ryan Gable, but just, you know, in, in, in general. If someone gave you control of some big business you didn't know how to run, what are the chances that business stays in business? A lot of it's just speculation based on the leadership. So if you don't know what you're doing and you show you don't know what you're doing, the thing's going to collapse. Depending on what kind of business it is, you know, if it's traded openly, if they're shareholders, like, you just, well, we'll just give people resources and they'll be able to make their decisions mind up for themselves. They'll be millionaires. See, this is just such a big, unbelievably monumental scam. This is everybody has opportunity of outcome. Same outcome for everybody. Everybody becomes a millionaire. Everybody gets a car. Everybody gets millions. Everybody gets gold. How does that system work? Can somebody explain that to me? That system doesn't make any sense. How does that system, how does just giving everybody millions of dollars in gold and everybody giving everybody resources, if everybody has resources and all this money, they don't have any incentive to produce anything unless the incentive is greed, which is what the whole communist system is based on. It's based on greed. You're greedy of what your neighbor has. It's based on the, the, the elimination of merit. I mean, how can you motivate somebody to do something if you're being forced to do and be paid the same thing that everybody else is doing? If you have five people in a checkout line and everybody does basically the same type of job, meaning meaningless jobs, the government created jobs. Look, the communists are great. They created five jobs to bag your groceries. They pay them nothing. They live on rations. And those jobs are worthless and pointless. It's just like the White House. We created 87,000 new jobs, IRS jobs that don't need to exist, that are going to be used to audit the hell out of small businesses and individual people. God, this stuff is just, I don't care if it's Republican, Democrat, or it's this conspiracy theory garbage. It's the same exact scam every way you slice it. They want to get rid of all debt. Great idea. But the people that oversaw your debt are just going to give you all this free money now without any debt and give you all these resources and then you can become a multi, multi, multi million or billionaire. That makes no sense. That is the most blatant financial scam. Something that you would see maybe in like a late night infomercial or something that you would see like um, some shady website or YouTube video. Like the whiteboard drawing scams. I mean, I just think about it like this. 
I'm supposed to believe that the most powerful people on the planet want to get rid of my debt, give me a bunch of money and resources, and make me totally free, totally wealthy, totally independent. While the system they propose takes away my wealth, takes away my property, takes away my ability to produce, takes away my ability to keep what I do produce if I'm allowed to produce, takes away my ability to have a family, takes away my ability to have a culture, to have customs, to have habits, to have my own ideas and to express those ideas. It takes away my humanity. How is a system that takes away my humanity going to make me a millionaire and give me all these resources so I can live free? This is equality of outcome where everybody's outcome is guaranteed. That is a hellish, nightmarish world. And somehow, people have been duped into believing that this is what's going to save mankind from the evils of capitalism. And they have a name for it. They have a name for this new system. It's called stakeholder capitalism. It's just communism under another name. The great reset is the great financial reset that people have been just yammering on about for years. Oh, they're going to get rid of my debt, 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 debt. Well, drop the financial and you get great reset. Add the word leap and you get the great leap forward. The great leap reset. That's what it is. The great financial reset, cryptocurrency, transitioning from one form of debt with partially owned property to a new social debt with no property that you could never pay off. And then you have your environmental, social, and corporate governance. Your ESG. And your ESG, it's a lovely thing. Your ESG pays loans, gives money to corporations and governments that tow the line of the party. And if they don't tow the line, they don't get the money. Does that sound kind of familiar? I don't know. It kind of sounds to me like a scam. It kind of sounds to me like a global governmental system that eliminates all independence, all freedom, and controls everything from a centralized governmental-like source, which is like a Politburo dictatorship, call it whatever you want to call it. It kind of sounds like that old theory of a new world order. But no, they tell us now, CBC News says, according to Karen Liu, that the new world order is a positive conspiracy about getting rid of credit card debt and mortgages and bank debt. It's a positive conspiracy. It's a good thing. You want the new world order. But it still doesn't exist. And then we find the closest thing we can find to the new world order, and that's the Great Reset. And then we're like, yes, we'd like some of that, please. Reset the financial system. Get rid of it. And then Klaus Schwab says, excellent. Excellent. And they will also own nothing. And they will like it. I mean, that is the most unbelievable statement government takes your property and wealth and you become a surf force to smile and be happy about it and somehow that's freedom and progressivism or that's a good thing makes zero sense again the big question why would the most powerful forces corporations elements banks etc in the world just decide one day we're going to get rid of all the debt everybody's free do whatever you want to do doesn't make any sense no sense zero sense
you believe that, I think you're mentally retarded. Because what actually is happening is if they eliminate your debt, they are replacing it with something that is far worse. And it also encourages you to just go spend money. Spin, 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 spin. Just like George Bush, the war criminal, once said after 9-11, just go out and spend money, stimulate the economy, just go buy stuff. Your debt's going to be wiped out. What does it matter if you spend a bunch of money, right? You go buy a new car, buy a house, buy a bunch of expensive stuff you don't need with money you don't have, with money that doesn't exist. And we're just arrogant enough to think, oh, we'll just keep, keep producing, keep printing money. And then when we get ourselves into trouble, we'll just eliminate all the debt. We'll just pretend it doesn't exist. And yeah, if they eliminate your debt, if you ever hear that announcement, talk about a red flag alien invasion. If you ever hear the announcement that all debt is going to be wiped out, I would get every resource you can instantaneously. And I would get out of every major city, any major city you're in. If I ever hear that, I'm gone. Everybody else be cheering this. Oh my God, my debt's gone. Oh my God, I have to pay my car. I want to pay my house off. Well, if they're eliminating the debt, what do you think is going to happen to your property? They're just going to give it to you? (laughs) Sure, they're just going to give it to you. You remember that scam back in 2000, I think it was 2009, 2008, 2009. Maybe there was even a name for it. I just remember I was sitting on the porch of my grandma's house in Florida. And she got a letter in the mail. She owned the house. Long story, but she owned the house. Um, or if she didn't own it, she was close to owning it. I think, she, I think she owned it, though. And she got a letter in the mail that said, hey, you could, you could you know, mortgage your house for some extra money. And she, I remember she showed it to me. And I mean, I'm, it's 2009, so I just got out of high school. I was barely got out of high school. I was not a very smart person. But she's like, oh, look, I can you know, mortgage the house and I'll get, you know, get more money. And I remember asking her, I said, but you know, like, don't you own the house? Why would you want to mortgage it if you already own it? Well, they said I can get more money. Hey, look, look, the paper says I can get money. Well, yeah, but you own the house. Why would you? I remember having that conversation with my grandma very, very distinctly. And then I learned that they were doing this to other people. The, the banks lending uh, houses were sending out letters to people saying, hey, you own uh, your house, 150K, 200K, 300K. You own it outright. We don't own it. Own it. We don't have a mortgage on it. So you could refinance essentially, which would make sense because you don't, you're not, it's not finance, you own it. But they're like, you could mortgage it and then you could get some money. And it's like, why would, why would they mortgage it if they already, why would they, if they already own it? Well, you might struggle paying bills. So just mortgage your house and then we'll, we'll give you some money and you can pay your other bills. How many elderly people did those banks scam, rip off and steal from, take their property from? How many? I'd imagine the number is probably in the millions, if not hundreds of thousands. I mean, hell, when I was in a real estate school, one of the things we learned about was how um, it was around, you know, 2007, 2008, when uh, the banks could not prove that they owned the houses that they had taken possession, basically repossessed, they'd taken possession of when people couldn't pay their mortgages. Banks had hired people to fill out fake housing uh, ownership papers. And we learned this in real estate school. 
the banks did not actually have the official forms that said they owned the houses. They didn't have the title or the deed. So they set up scams, basically. They set up these, these fraudulent enterprises that day in and day out, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of homes, they went through and forged signatures and forged paper. This was mainstream news. Those banks, those banks are going to eliminate your debt because they want to help you. Those banks want to help you. Sure. Just keep believing that. Just keep drinking the Kool-Aid. They're going to get me out of debt. They're going to give me new, more money, no digital currency, no more of this debt slavery through, through banks. Just keep believing that. Keep wondering, oh, how does Disney have all this money? How do these porn companies have all this money? Well, they're getting it from the ESG. Because they're following and promoting what they're supposed to follow and promote. And in exchange, they're being paid large sums of money that doesn't exist. It's all meant to collapse the global economy and to bring in a new state of serfdom. A new state of slavery. That is the real new world order. As Bill Cooper said, a socialist, jackbooted, Gestapo, puke-faced uh, thug. That's basically, it's a, it's a socialist, communist, fascist, new world order. That's basically what it is, global government. That's the real NWO. Not this positive thing that didn't exist, but now it exists because we can identify it as the Great Reset. It's a great thing to get rid of debt. I can't believe people are so gullible. I've seen signs in people's yards, none here in Arizona, but a few in New York, where people actually have like campaign type signs that say, um, I support the Great Reset. So literally, there's a sign in this person's front yard that says, I'm giving my house away to international bankers and unelected bureaucratic governmental global governmental agents of the new world order. I'm going to give my house away to them because I love that. You talk about Stockholm syndrome. People don't even know they're in Stockholm syndrome. You talk about Munchauser by proxy. People don't even know that they're victims of this. They've been duped, manipulated, scammed, ripped off, defrauded, abused, tortured, gaslit, etc., to the point where they don't know what planet they're on. That's why it's so difficult to discern what reality really is. I, I, what is a conspiracy? What is a conspiracy theory anymore? It's all meant to confuse you. It's all meant to, to, to make you shake your head and think, wait a minute, so you don't have the ability to think and to express logical, rational thoughts and, and responses. I had a guy tell me last night, he said, nobody ever predicted that the world would starve to death by the year 2000. And I said, like the World Wildlife Fund and Greenpeace and those groups never predicted that? They absolutely did. And he said, well, those are all Republicans. And I said, what, is, what, is Republic, what does that have to do with anything? I said, the Greenpeace is full of Republicans? I don't think so. But that's not even the point. You, you just said that that wasn't a, a thing, but it, it was a thing. We were told since the 50s that we were going to run out of food and resources, and it never happened. Then Al Gore told us in the 90s the ice caps were going to melt. Didn't happen. They show you pictures of them in the summertime. Not here, down there in the summertime. When it's cold here, they're like, look, it's 30 degrees outside in New York. Look at the ice caps. They're very small and melting. Yeah, because it's the summer there. 
It told that's what this guy told me. And it it's I have to think I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You 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 can't I mean the, the obviously sock puppet, right? That's just a sock puppet and a troll. But that is the whole the whole way that it, that it, that the psychology works. That's how the brainwashing, the manipulation, the gaslighting, the behavioral psychology, behavioral nudging, behavioral uh, adjustments, that's how it all works. So you don't know what's true, what's not true, and then you just listen to what sounds good. Get rid of debt, I'll take some of that. Oh, everybody's going to be made rich? We're going to all be made millionaires and given all these resources and we can live on earth free? That's what people think communism is. I get to keep my big house and I get to keep my car and I get to keep my computer and I get to keep my phone and my applications and I still get to live like this, but then the government gives me more free stuff. No, the government doesn't give you any more free stuff. They take the stuff that you own and then they redistribute it to themselves and then they give the scraps to the people who now, regardless of how much they've worked or how much they have participated or how much they've contributed to society, everybody gets the same amount which is pretty much nothing. Everybody lives in poverty and filth and squalor. Is that the world you want to live in? Because that's the great financial reset. That's the great reset. That's the great leap forward. That is stakeholder capitalism, the ESG, that aims to pay corporations and governments as long as they'll destroy the culture, the customs, the habits, and the ideas of a people, the four olds. That's the ESG, the Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance System, the ESG. Advocating for a new world order in which you'll own nothing and be happy because they've convinced us to believe, they've convinced people to believe that government has a right to take your property and your wealth, and then on top of that, to force you to smile about it <laughs> and be happy. Order 66. It's New World Order 666. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, a lot of what we talked about tonight has everything to do with the psychological operation experiment that is QAnon. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please visit our website at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to our full show archive with none of those algorithmic monetized advertisements. You'll also get access to the montages and digital copies to download and read of my books. My new book, Liberty Shrugged, will be up very soon. If you have any questions about the show or anything I've mentioned tonight, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Our affiliate sponsors, Pro One Water Filters and Transistor FM. Check them out on the website, The Music Tonight. White Bat Audio. That's White Bat Audio. Check them out on YouTube. TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave us a review on the mini radio and podcast applications. Tomorrow night, we should be joined by, I don't know if I could say fan favorite, but a lot of people like my uh, my co-host Mike D. Mike D will be joining us tomorrow. We're going to talk about a 200 plus page facilitator training workshop that school systems are using to promote well, pretty much every form of sexual perversity that you can possibly imagine to children. We're going to scroll through that and talk about it tomorrow night and also probably talk about, well, we were, we were discussing on the phone talking about uh, demonology and some other stuff that I think you're going to find really interesting. It'll be tomorrow night 
Hopefully, Mike D will join us. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air.